In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Selling a little... Or a lot? <coughs> Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate. From the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Hey guys, welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. We are starting off a little different today. I am going to play an entire song, a live version of this song, and it's going to kind of feed into uh, the conversation I have with Bill and Becky Bailey about the last year that we've had. And there's a lot of laughs that you're going to see, and, and I'm starting it this way just because... I feel like it, but you know what? Here's the deal. Timestamps will be there. If you're not in the mood to hear this beautiful, beautiful song, um, just skip skip ahead and we'll we'll get the intro there. So uh, enjoy this. It's Friday. Um, yeah, enjoy. It's been a long day this Thursday Got a long, long way to go It's been a long time since you come by And I only know the things that I know Had a bad month September October scared the hell out of me 
I guess I should. Na 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 na
Hey, you guys. Uh, like I said earlier, welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I had to do that. You know Counting Crows. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to single-handedly shove that band down your throat, uh, throats, and you're all going to love them again at some point. It's just really, it's my Make-A-Wish for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. I want everybody to love Counting Crows uh, all over again. I played that because there is that one lyric that we talked a lot about, I'm sure, in the last couple of months because of, you know, when December actually came up. But the overarching theory, I think, is maybe this year will be better than the last. And that comes up a lot in this conversation that I have with Bill and Becky Bailey, my parents, because uh, I wanted them to give me some of their moments that they uh, that they thought about this past year, you know, some of their uh, not favorite or, you know, most challenging moments. Um, Watermelon, my nephew and, and uh, Addison, they gave me two of their moments, even the kids got involved, but it was, my parents had to beg them. They, they don't think podcasting's cool all of a sudden. So I guess I have to quit the business. Um, but we're, we're, we're at a year anniversary and, um, I'm sure you guys are inundated and sick of hearing about it, but I, I, I thought it would be, uh, I, I would be remiss if I didn't, um, say something and, and probably for my own benefit as well. Because we are just, uh, it is so crazy to think back a year ago. Um, a year ago, I had went to, uh, I, I'd went to Chicago to film um, sh- Chicago, uh, Chicago Med. And that was so exciting and heard about coronavirus on set. Uh, and I heard about it from my friend Dusty and his husband, who I was staying with at the time. And I was there for like nine days, I think. And it was it was so fun. And I got to meet uh, my my friend Anne, who listens to this, and her friend. And I, I mean, it was just a really great experience. And I was really on top of top of the world because as an actor, that was a really nice role that I got. And it had been a while since I had worked. And I was like, wow you know, this, this will actually help me. This will be my calling card to kind of get back, get more roles, get more auditions. How exciting for me. Everything's coming together. And I, I was still, I was doing the podcast and that was going really good. And and life was just really, there was so much positive, positive stuff in my life. And I came back. Um, well, actually the last day on set, I remember the producer, uh, brought everybody around and I was in the ho- a hospital bed cause you know, I was, I played a sick patient and nobody wheeled me <laughs> in to listen, but he said, uh, somebody on the next soundstage over, um, cause there was a lot of shows being filmed there in Chicago on this one soundstage, I think it was Fargo. Um, one of the crew members had tested positive for coronavirus and that was huge. Because it was back then when, like, it was, you know, uh, maybe a couple people had gotten it at this point and they said, okay, well, tonight everybody's going to go home. We're scrubbing the set. We're doing this. We're doing that. Please let us know if you have any concerns. And it was my last day on set. So they had wrapped me. Everybody said, you know, that's that's last call on Ryan Bailey. You get your little applause and you leave. Um, and I was going back to L.A. the next day because I had to get back to work and my life And I remember leaving and going to the airport and all of a sudden you started seeing people, you know, with masks. And I was like, oh shit, because I had heard about it on the news. So I was like, I remember just 
kind of like I was at the window seat, kind of just turned into the window, had my kind of shirt above my nose because I, I didn't know. Um, and then that night, I believe my my friend Tug, who's been on the podcast a couple times, had tickets to Tame Impala. And he was like, ah, I'm 50-50. I don't know if this is dangerous, you know, but he's like, it's Tame Impala. This might just be all, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Like, we, we got to go, right? We got to go. And I was like, well, I mean, it's Tame Impala. I love that band so much. We got to go. Um, and I remember going, we were on the floor at the forum and it was just an amazing show. Uh, I did have a thought. I was like, is this the stupidest, you know, you, you kind of had those thoughts of like, we don't know anything really about this. Like, what if it is one of those, uh, things where all of a sudden you're in a disaster movie and you just wake up and everybody's zombies the next day. And maybe this is the stupidest. And I, I, I guess I'm kind of old enough where I'm not like, ah, fuck it, man. Only the good die young. Woo. Um, I remember going, oh, is this really stupid? Um, but we had the best time. It was, I mean, just an amazing show. And then uh, go to work the next day, 8.30 in the morning, I remember. Have a full day. Things keep coming across the uh, the news and, you know, about like other businesses are starting to talk about shutting and, and we're a school. So we were like, oh, no, we have to protect our students. And my boss was at the time kind of like, ah, no, it's going to be fine. And that night was Sexy Unique Podcast Live with uh, Lara Marie Shainalls and Carrie O'Donnell. And I had uh, I went there and, and met my buddies Jay and Hannah. And and then we uh, we partied. I, I, I met my uh, new friends Casey and her husband, her guy Tim, uh, that we partied with afterwards over at the, uh, what is the, uh, anyways, it's in that whole strip where the Roxy is. And had a great night. And then that next day, that's when everything kind of just started shutting down and you started to realize how serious it was, but still kind of in this, oh, I don't know. And, and there was just never any information. I guess there's still, it's, it's been like a level lack of actual information, but it is crazy to be going at 90 miles an hour in your life and then to like hit the brakes and see what happens or or see what pops up or see what part of your life sticks, you know? Um, and I know we've all gone through this and I can't imagine, I know I have a lot of listeners with children, what that was like to have to explain to them, to have to care for them. Actually. I mean, it just, that, that boggles my mind. You know, I just had like the mess in my head that I deal with on the daily basis, but to have kids on, I I mean, that just, uh, there's not enough applause in the world that you guys kept it going through this. I I have friends that have small businesses, big businesses, big jobs. I mean, everything that we have gone through. Um, It's just amazing. And and so many things happened this year for me. I mean, I, and I remember when it first happened, um, the pod was really, it was really going, it was really going good. It was building and, when the quarantine started, the pod kind of dipped for like a month or maybe a couple of weeks because I don't, you know, people weren't listening the way they used to. People weren't, I, I wasn't listening. I used to listen to Howard Stern every day. He's like one of my heroes. And I wasn't listening to him anymore because I, I would listen to him at work and it dipped. And then what was crazy was that as the quarantine continued, it kind of, you know, it, it, it corrected itself and even got bigger. And I mean, it keeps gaining. And it, it was just such a neat thing because it was 
you guys know, such a lonely environment. And it was always just late at night, me at the desk I'm looking at right now. I'm, I'm in my bed, you guys, with my heating pad. Bad boy of podcasting. Um, so it was crazy. But, you know, like you guys know, I lost my job uh, like four or five months ago. Um, I, mean, I, I Time means nothing anymore. But so many things have happened this past year. And I remember times when it was so slow, but overall it was so fast and that that's so scary. But that's just like a fraction. I, I was actually, I made a meme today of uh, the Rent song, 525,600 minutes. I'm a musical theater geek from high school, you guys. I know that's probably not, um, as the kids say, cool. I can see a lot of people rolling their eyes and doing the jack off motion, but I was, and I loved the musical Rent, which is hysterical if you think about the musical Rent now, um, because it was basically a a play about all these kind of New York Denzians that had uh, AIDS, and it was all about their struggle to pay their rent, and I mean, it was, I was so into it, I was so into it, but there's, there, they have this song called Seasons of Love, and it's, the lyrics are like 525,600 minutes. How do you measure, measure a year? And then they measure it like you measure in, you know, uh, rain checks in cups of coffee and, to, you know, a bunch of different things. Um, it's a really beautiful song. And I was trying to think today, I was, I made a meme of like, how do you measure a year? And I was, uh, what did I write here? Um, which is just crazy. I'm trying to be like the weird Al Yankovic of Instagram all of a sudden. Um, how do you measure, measure a year in Netflix and Bravo and Jack's memes and wheels of breeches in white wine and Taylor Swift in weight gain in depression in banana bread and sourdough starters in zoom rooms in podcasts in protests in moving from white wine to harder stuff in just laying in your bed so much in nixium and tiger king and forgetting your mask on a workout so you just don't work out and go back and lay down and eat cheese and drink 525,600 but that's crazy like all of a sudden life was distilled down to these basic things like tiger king like when vanderpump rules came on when summer house came on so all of these little things all of a sudden made up our entire lives instead of these amazing things that used to make up our lives like going out and seeing people listening to music live hearing people uh, going to your job being upset about going to your job all of these things that we spent so much time doing all of a sudden was taken away so it was just all of food drink sleep watch TV, exercise, hopefully, and that falls away. Um, I don't know. So I've been thinking about this a lot, and I'm sure you guys have too, because all of you guys have stories. And if I had a little foresight, what I would have loved to have done is gotten your messages or something and pieced together an episode where I had your quarantine memories. And God, I need a producer. Uh Please, I'm like, look at this. I'm a, I'm a star. I'm, this is star power. I just need direction. But I would love to do that with you guys someday where we piece together an episode just from your recollections because I'm sure you're tired of hearing me talk sometimes. I would love to hear your stories. Uh, it is so cool. Think about the guests we had this week. We started it off with a bang with Sophie Ross. Uh, uh, today, we had Lex Nico. We had Maritza Lopez doing Real Housewives of Miami, which was incredible 
and Monty. We had Monty for mixing with the mixing with the mixing with Monty. I mean, four amazing women. Uh, I just blows me away that I get to talk to these people and hear their stories week in week out because of you guys. So I wanted to kind of give a tiny episode today just to uh, just to kind of put a place mark or a bookmark, if you will, on a year gone by. And I wanted to talk to my parents about it. It is such a really privileged place in my life to be able to be closer to my parents because of the podcast. And I'm actually now offended because I talked to them about their like big moments uh, over the, the, the year. And they didn't even mention the podcast. Like they're, they're podcast superstars and they didn't even thank me in this. I mean, just ridiculous. They were bringing up toilet paper and shit like that. It's so, so insane. Oh, also, and thank you so many, uh, so much to all the people that wrote in about my uh, pain, which I'm learning is potentially sciatica. Um, somebody wrote me and said I needed to get a Theragun, and I'm like, hey, I'm broke, I can't get a Theragun. Um, those I do want a Theragun, but like, and and, um, but I have a heating pad on my sciatica, and it's a little better; it's loosening up, but it is, uh, it's really, it really is painful. I mean, getting old is just wild guys. That's now that's how I'm going to like celebrate my one year anniversary of pandemic is just blowing out whatever this sciatica means. Um, I promise you, Bill and Becky are way funnier than this. Also counting crows or Adam Duritz, the guy who sang the uh, song, if you listen to it along December, he is on Jimmy Kimmel Live tonight, and I'm so scared to watch it because he has he used to have dreadlocks. That's what he was known for. But now he's like he they were fake dreadlocks, by the way. He took them off. He cut them off and shaved his head. And now his hair is growing back. But he kind of has like a kind of like a hound dog face. Um, and I'm so scared to go on Twitter and read what people like people on Twitter are such assholes and they're just mean. So I'm so scared to like, I just want them to do good so bad. You know, you know, when you like, like a band so much or like a performer so much that you're just like, please do good. Please do good. You need this so much. So we'll see. Also, uh, Emily Clayton and I will be recapping tonight's summer house. We're going to try to do that over the weekend so we can get that to you a lot sooner than uh, than uh, usual. Also, because I have so many thoughts about it already. I mean, the stove is still still busted. Carl comes back, thank God. But it's there was a shot of Carl's bed unmade, and it made me so sad because Carl has taken such pride in making his bed this season. Lindsay, I mean, Stravi made a PowerPoint about their relationship. So many. Uh, Luke was sitting on his bed singing horrible music. So many amazing moments. I got to say, also, Real Housewives of New Jersey. It's so fascinating. I am finding it boring as hell the last couple episodes, even though I know some people are loving it. It's so hot. Like, Teresa is just a dummy. I don't, it's it's just, it's, it's frustrating to watch. And Jackie, Jackie had such a strong first episode, and now it's like getting uncomfortable where she's just, her whole purpose on that show is to just tell her family members that somebody, that a friend hurt her feeling. You know, it's like she told her handicapped brother this week and her brother even seemed like, okay, well, you know, just try to be nice. Like, it, I'm like, Jackie, you've got to, uh, I'm so sorry that this happened, but you cannot make us watch. Is the whole show just going to be Jackie going up to like cousins and stuff and like something bad happened with this girl, Teresa? Like, I didn't sign up for watching Jackie just tell extended family about this shit. You know what I'm saying? So frustrating. Real Housewives of Dallas, 
was also toward. I mean, I I'm really loving watching Dallas, and I recap that on the Patreon as well. But Brandy, Brandy, the wackadoo is like making Tiffany Moon like her. You know, you guys know Brandy made the racist video like imitating uh, an Asian lady and even doing the slanty eyes and the voice and her kids were in the car. And it was just really horrific. But Tiffany Moon, the new uh, Asian cast member who is amazing, is like didn't make a thing of it. it was like, oh, yeah, I forgive you. And now Brandy, like she's another one, like every moment happens. She tries to make Tiffany aware of how uncomfortable she is around Tiffany because she thinks Tiffany is mad at her. And. I, I like Tiffany actually had a melt, not a meltdown. She started crying like, uh, you know, in the room with Deandra, because she imagine that imagine like dealing with your own issues and then having to walk somebody through uh, your race, you know, your ethnicity like, OK, OK, well, <laughs> I'm, I have issues, too. But let me walk you through so you're not uncomfortable with me because of my ethnicity. You know, man, Bravo is wild, you guys. Also. Real World Homecoming is on Paramount Plus. I posted this on Instagram. A lot of people were like, oh my God, it's out. Paramount Plus used to be CBS All Access. They changed to Paramount Plus seven days ago. You can get like a two week free trial right now. I think it's like $7.99 a month, which is, you know, uh, so many streaming services. But I will say, if you were a fan of the first season of The Real World, I cannot recommend it enough. It is the passage of time that you see in it is just, you know, 29 years ago they filmed this and you get to see all of them hang out in the same loft, go over the memories. I just think it's so well done. It's such a change of pace from the Bravo TLC world, which I love you guys, but we need those changes of pace to really appreciate how far reality shows have, have, have come. And just how different they are and how outrageous they can be now. But it all started in this very basic com- uh, concept of seven strange strangers picked to live at a loft and have their lives taped. And I think that was the, their, the opening uh, voiceover. So I can't recommend that enough. It has brought me so much joy. Anyways, what also brings me joy is talking to my parents. Isn't that crazy? I would not have thought that 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. I think just 10, 20, 30, yeah. Um, but they are, you know, it's weird to start getting to an age where you worry about your parents. I know they worry about me and they always have, but you start getting to that age where uh, you worry about them and you want their uh, lives to be f- fulfilling and happy. Uh, I know you guys want that for your parents or a lot of you guys want that for your parents as well, but there's been so many times in this last year where I've worried about them, um, just their own sanity. And they, you know, they had worked so hard all their lives to retire and go on vacations and saved money for it. And even had a, like a nice little setup to where they moved, where they have this huge group of friends and all of a sudden nothing. And they've been married, like we said, 50 years. Like they don't want to hang out with each other anymore unless it's like on a foreign soil. So um, anyways, wanted to, uh, talk with them about this last year. So ladies and gentlemen, Bill and Becky Bailey, you're already, are you lit already, mom? No, not yet, but I'm trying to wait. It's only six o'clock there. So, I what, know. so what's your point? And I, had, <laughs> and I haven't had dinner yet, so I need to get some wine. It's wine time. It's, it's your, it's your soup, right? The kids have just left. <laughs> yeah. So wait, wait. So what's the kids are just really anti the podcast, right? 
No, they just. Um, you don't have to stick up for them, Mom. They'll they'll see at Christmas what goes down when they don't do the oh, podcast. Oh yeah, well, I, I, well, oh, I made Addie very sad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, told, I said, "Oh well, look, you yeah. could have had that." And then Copper jumped out of his skin. So then yeah. I showed him the Apple these, Watch. Yeah. The Apple Watch. Then I showed him the picture, and Connor said, "Wait, wait! I felt really bad when I told you I wasn't going to do it. I, I, I don't need the watch, but I, I want to c- contribute." It's crazy though, with uh, being an uncle now. So then, I, I want their, I want their approval so bad. Like I want them to think I'm a cool uncle, and I just don't feel oh, like they think I'm cool. I, 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 Oh, no, Ryan. oh no, no, no. They think you're a cool uncle. What the no, problem no, they is, is, uh, <laughs> is parental control. Yeah. I mean, so we, we need to, yeah, no, no, I totally, I'm just joking around, but, um, yeah, what, not. uh, so you guys are mom, you're fully vaccinated now or just dad? No, Wednesday I get my second one. Dad's all good, but wait, I just yeah, read right. a headline. <laughs> Biden said May 1st, everybody. That, so that includes you too, sweetie. I hope so. Yeah. Josh got his, uh, first shot, uh, the other day cause he works have in you, food. I'm What's sorry, that? Go ahead. Did, have you not had your first shot yet? No, no. I mean, I I'm too That's too right. I'm too young and healthy. I guess. No, seriously. <laughs> Does Josh have health issues? No, he but he he's a food service industry, so they're right. they're get right. first in line. So, right. but now a lot of my friends are um, uh, making up things to get a vaccination appointment because I guess they don't check what you actually do once you have the appointment. That's what I've heard. Um, uh, t- tell oh, wait, is, is somebody or... clicking a pin? Yeah. Mom was. <laughs> Ma, yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, I just, a lot of podcast listeners will complain about, not not you, Mom, but just for little sounds. Oh, yeah, oh I get it. I'm sorry. Mom, are you silently tooting? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's dad. You yeah. have the wrong person. Uh, um. Well, I wanted to talk to you guys because this is we're on a year anniversary of the the pandemic and the quarantine or when it actually. So I wanted to get uh, a couple of your thoughts on it. Um, But real quick, you guys got a lot of compliments on your summer house. Uh, You're they're they're sad that you're not going to continue to watch summer house. So you should check in. I'm thinking of watching it. Yeah, Dad, you should. I'm telling you, you should. So I can just drop in because they, they said. Uh, they said, mom, your comment about Stassi was dead on her being a Stassi. And they said, dad, your comment about, uh, Lindsay's boobs constantly were, were, uh, dead on as well. Um, uh, on that one. Um, okay. So when did you guys, uh, take any of this serious? Uh, well, sir, about, you know, really, I, I think like most people, cause I was in visiting grandma in Ohio when it really started going, you know, people started worrying about it. And I'm thinking it'd be a month or two, you know? Yeah. And we'll be out of, we'll still go to Africa. I'm not, wasn't the least bit worried about it and everything. So about a month or two, you know, and then when they shut everything down, it's like, okay, yeah. this is real. You know? What did you, uh, was there ever any, um, was there ever any like? Was there ever any points in the last year where you were afraid, not for yourself or, I mean, just any kind of fear? Go ahead, Becky. I, I think right, unfortunately, right around when we got it, because the numbers were going up so extremely high here in Arizona, 10,000 positives a day yeah, and over 1,000 dying per day. That Those numbers, when it got to those numbers, it, it was scary. I was very concerned about, you know, uh, Linda, Kara's uh, mother-in-law. Yeah. I was very concerned about her. And then I was a little nervous myself, you know, because I haven't had the 
didn't, haven't taken real good care of myself all these years and everything. And here I'm in my 70s, and and I was a little concerned, but you know, I just slept. And drink, yeah. just drinking more Jameson's. And Jameson's. Well, yeah, Mom, you're the only one that during the sickness you would still have your glass of wine every night. <laughs> and and yeah. I think you kind and, of, Mom, and you chastised me for not wanting a glass of wine with you. I don't think so. You, you did. Gatorade I, by the case. Welcome, welcome to my world. Mom, and, I drank Gatorade because I was supposed to stay hydrated, you said. And yeah. guess who was the one feeding everyone, even Kara's family, taking food over and putting it on the porch? Oh, you're... Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> mom what, god god did god did I that got mom. it the least is uh, that's why i got it the least i think you got it the most but you were just such a strong type mom <laughs> Kiss ass. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so uh i mean but i i was scared i gotta say um there was a couple moments over the it's it's crazy when you don't really do a lot, how quick a year goes, even more so yeah. if you're, I mean, it's, it's, we, it's very weird because usually you'll say a, a year goes quick, but you have all these memories to fill it. But then yeah. this year, it's just, it's a lot of just TV room. Uh, yeah. You know, my pod people were Josh and Megan, um, you know, like it, it, I barely, it's not what a normal lifestyle is. So it's even trippier to think back for that. That, that was a whole year, how quick that can actually go. And I remember being scared one time when at like the height of my neighborhood, when it really shut down, I remember like, you know, a couple of homeless people just screaming outside in the alleyway and it was silent because there were no cars or anything. So it was just the noise of two homeless people just screaming at each other. And I was just like, this is, I mean, you know, you, you imagine end of the world stuff and, and my, yeah. But it was just, it's really scary when you're kind of just by yourself in your room listening to that and nothing else. Oh, and then the protests went down in your area, right on your street. Yeah, I mean, that's what, I mean, it was, that uh, was so, so much crazy stuff within the span of such a short time. Yeah, it's um, crazy here. Um, but so I do remember times that, you know, I, I guess I wanted to get your top five moments of the pandemic. And then I wanted to ask you a couple things that I remember um, uh, about that and being with you guys. Do you have uh, any memories of that? I, got, I have my list. Mom's I'll got go, a list. Wait, <laughs> well, hey, dad, mom clicked her mom clicked her pen. So she has to make up for stuff. Yeah. So. yeah. And, and, and dad, dad, dad will have time to get warmed up. Yeah. Um, I remember sewing masks for everyone. Like I sent <laughs> everybody masks. I sent to China and got all the plastic and because you couldn't find it anywhere at our local stores and material. And I was sending it to everyone, you included. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and but I wouldn't do in person shopping. I wouldn't go into a Joanne's store or go. That's why I was doing it all online. Mm-hmm. But then, <laughs> then I started trying to order jigsaw puzzles online. Well, I didn't realize until after you purchased it, then they would tell you it was coming from China and it wouldn't be there for six weeks. So that was kind of a a, a part that was disappointing. For everything that happened, they should have really rushed that order from over there, right? They should have. I mean, come on. There was lots of... Yeah, they rushed you know, the virus. Yeah, <laughs> they sure did. Honey, good point. <laughs> and then while everybody was looking for toilet paper and water... I was looking for chicken and rice and your sister couldn't find any. And one day I went to, I was at, this was before it shut, shut down. But when all of a sudden the shelves were starting to be totally empty. Yeah. And I found 
all I said, what kind of chicken do you want? She goes, anything. I got ground chicken, chicken wings, chicken breast, chicken pie, chicken. So we, we did good there. Um, and then what was the other one? Oh, the, the travel cancellations are still, and especially now because we aren't getting any refunds. It's, it's, that was a big, big disappointment. Yeah. Of course. And we do, we discussed that with you before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. You guys can't yeah, travel. Yeah. Jeez. That, that's that's my. my but wait, we wait, wait. Have you ever thought about can... going to places like uh, Canada and Florida and all that once you're vaccinated? Like things in the continental U.S. or is that just a waste? Well, Canada won't let us in. That's why our Alaska trip got canceled because we had to go through Vancouver and they won't let us in. Um, and and then our friend, her granddaughters in. Uh, they think going to the 2021 Olympics as a swimmer, synchronized swimmer. And I just read that they can't no American. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, know, no, not, not even just not, Americans are not letting any foreigners in, in to watch the Olympics. Well, th- their countries aren't letting Americans in because they think we did a very poor job of uh, controlling it. Well, so we can't really go out, but yes, we, we are talking about, uh, like Kara's in Texas now, and that sounded kind of interesting uh, going that way. Um, I still like to come back out there and get a place. Yeah, I mean, for real. I mean, that's all. That's... Do that. There's other trips, in the, and yeah. I want Dad to, uh, I've asked him to set up a hiking, one-day hike, uh, and then launch, and, you know, stuff like that. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. And, yeah. And Utah, I want to go to Utah. That was another, <laughs> you know, so that's what we'll have to be local. And uh, any other memories, Mom? Nope, but do you want Connor and Addie's? Yeah, wait, okay, so wait, this is actually great. This We'll end with Dad, but so Connor and Addison, Connor is a.k.a. Watermelon. It's my niece and nephew. What are their top five? Uh... Well, they only gave me one each. That was like pulling teeth. God, these well, kids, man. They got to learn some respect. Well, my, my, I asked them for one. I, <laughs> I'm joking. Well, no, I had told them, I had told Connor five, but I said, I'll take one because they both went, and then I, I'll take one. And then I made him z- zucchini bread and with ice glaze over it and prompted him with that. So I got him sugared up. Well, didn't dad uh, take him to fast food today at all? I took Connor to, uh, dad went to lunch with his friends. I took oh. Connor to Chick-fil-A. Oh, nice. Uh, so what are theirs, mom? Okay. So Connor's was, he, he realized he could play lots of video games now. And he like enjoyed making new friends online. <laughs> Got it. They're, pro- they're by the way, those are probably all like sixty-year-old men he made up friends online. <laughs> well, no, actually, where's the guy from New Zealand? The young, yeah, the little boy. Yeah. There's a, a, and he wants to go meet him, but he doesn't want to go by himself. Will we take him to meet his friend in New Zealand? Yeah, I'll definitely go to New Zealand with him. That would be amazing. I actually have listeners over there. Well, you need to pay his way, he thinks. So if oh, well, screw, <laughs> hey, by the way, well, why doesn't he start coming on the podcast and we can start making... Uh, I can, can yeah. negotiate. Um, and what is and Addison's? Addison said school online was just really stressful. You know, she's our Miss Straight A, but she's also, um, you know, has that... Uh, everything has to be perfect and mm-hmm. she has to be the best. So it was just real. She couldn't see those around her and how everybody else was doing. So it was just really stressing her out. I think. Wait, didn't you say she? Wait, is she? A, didn't she's eleven years old? But didn't you say she got a crush on a boy finally? Mm, I don't. Well, she's oh, a, maybe I'm always had up. mini crushes, but um, but 
she was all excited. She just got her set. She's in sixth grade, but they just gave her a seventh grade math book. Uh, so she's she, she's going. She's she's a really good student. Yeah. So uh, and and at weird times she gets really shy. So yeah. this was one of them. She didn't know. And she's gotten so tall and pretty. Like it's crazy. Oh. I mean, where where is she getting those lips from? It's not from us. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I think maybe. Lit. Dad, what uh, what are your uh, uh, top memories of uh, oh, quarantine? Wait, I, I fell asleep. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so did your listeners? Oh no, they love you guys. <laughs> no, uh, well, I remember top memories. Um, we had a lot of sex because there was nothing else to do. <laughs> Well, you mean, wait, you mean me and you, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely wasn't bothering me. <laughs> but no, really, um, no, it's just weird. Um, just a thing that you, you couldn't do things. I mean, you know, and, you know, we, you know, we were pretty active and everything. And, uh, and I remember um, waiting in line at the grocery store at 530 in the morning to get in there. And then it was really weird seeing empty shelves yeah that was really i was mom wanted me to get some rice and <laughs> and went down there in empty shelves and of course toilet paper and then i remember one day i've scored some toilet paper yeah dad i got a picture uh mom sent me a picture of you that you came back from yeah, multiple trips and you scored a whole thing of toilet paper yeah i was like yeah. wow and then, uh, then one time I got some toilet paper and it was single ply. Man, that was awful. I think that's the one we gave Ryan to take back. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. I, I thought that was really glamorous. Wow. Yeah, but no, I just remember that. And then, really, because you know, and you know, we have a nice group of friends and the guys we did bowling at breakfast B and B breakfast and bowling every yeah, Wednesday. and that was really a lot of fun and camaraderie and all that. I really miss that. I still miss that. It was just fun. And then, uh, and then getting together with our friends, like we had uh, euchre parties with three or four other couples, and that was euchre is a card game. Yeah, very big in the Midwest, and that was a lot of fun. Um, and it, obviously, I don't know if we ever mentioned this before, but miss traveling. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I mean, no, just it was just it just up such a you know I'm 72 years old and I went through polio and Vietnam you know, and polio. I mean the polio scare. And and the Russia scare, the Red Scare back in the fifties and everything, but this was really weird and 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 really kind of sad too because the way the country just fell apart, you know, and a lot of reasons why leadership was part of it, not just Trump, but every yeah every, yeah you know leadership was part of it, and how we it's really sad to me is how we just fell apart yeah as, as, as a people and it, it really made me sad it still makes me sad. And all the hatred and everything, and and it doesn't have to be that way. So, and it makes me upset too is that the politicians used the pandemic for their own purposes. Oh, and still do. They, yeah. they didn't. Care oh, they us. do they all care across the board. Us. Yeah, I mean, anyway. that, that is. I mean, it is. It is interesting to think of like the people that truly care, and and it seems like they're not the politicians, but a lot of other people that genuinely care about um, all of us. But pandemic, like almost any crisis, bring the best and the worst out of people. And we joked about mom when she tested positive, but yet she didn't have any symptoms. But she was amazing how she yeah. took care of I and, and food for care and her family. I mean, so, you know, things like that bring out the good in people, but it also brings out the bad in people. Yeah. But, you know, and I don't mean to be a downer here, but just the thing. But, I mean, I, you know, me, I've always been a big reader. Man, I read a lot this year. 
mean, you know. Well, did you ever at a point get sick of reading? Because I, I at points got sick of watching TV. Well, no, because then, yeah, I'd, I'd get a little sick of reading, but then I'd watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> you and I have always been different. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, so just that. You know. Well, I'm curious because you said you went to lunch with your, your uh, friends today, and Mom, I know right. you're slowly starting to do birthdays. Uh, is there any trepidation, or did you notice any different? Because I, I keep thinking about this of when I'm allowed to see my friends again, or like I'm not used to having small talk anymore. I'm not used to being yeah. around uh, people, and, and I'm kind of a little nervous. Did you notice any trepidation in like, okay, we're trying to go through the motions here and see how this works again? or no. Not at all. There was eight of us, and there was no trepidation whatsoever. We all wore masks. Not well, we ate, of course, but we still, you know, we're still very cautious. Wait, how does that work out with the kissing, though? Yeah, well, you just work around it. And then, uh, but no, it was, we just hit, like, somebody said, we just picked up where we left off. Yeah. Because we were really getting on each other's case, funny-wise, and just, it was just really, and I did some afternoon drinking, so that was like, ugh. And um, he had wine, Ryan. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Now, so, but uh, no, it was just it was a really a lot of fun. And the restaurant we went to, we've been to it a couple times. Slate. Ryan's been there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, uh, you know, we sat out on the patio. It's just a gorgeous day, and it's right on a golf course, and all the golfers are out. It was just really, and it was very nice. And it's exciting. We got I got two emails today from. Uh, two different groups of people want to all get together in someone's backyard, then have a little dinner, it's a light dinner. It, it's like it's back again. And then uh, a group uh, is trying to organize to go see the Van Gogh um, exhibit. It's coming here this summer. Remember that one we went to? Right? Yeah, we went. I mean, we, uh, dad came out one time um, yeah. with me and my ex and uh, we went to like a like we got like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Yeah. 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 Let's um, talk about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't wait to be able to cancel plans again, like be like, to like, tr- you know, to lie and say, Oh, I'm, I'm not feeling well. I'm going to stay in, you know? Um, yeah, it was weird though. I will say for as down as everything was getting. And especially when I got COVID and the way I've been mm-hmm. feeling, I mean, it, uh, I, I, you know, I woke up yesterday then and the, the, or, or was it today? The sun was shining. I, I went on uh line and I saw that they were planning music festivals already for September. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, Oh wow, this is kind of like, there is a possibility of really things actually going to some sort of normalcy where it is kind of this weirdly nice feeling that you don't want to, you know, hang your hopes on, but you're like, okay, there is now a real possibility of the other side. So you think we're going to go see Maroon 5 in October? And then Bob, <laughs> and Bob Seger? Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to see all yeah. that. I mean, we got, to, I mean, I mean, I, yeah, here, here's the deal. If Maroon 5 is, Maroon 5 actually, I think just announced, yeah, I got to check on that actually, because I think we still will be able to do all that stuff. They said they just moved our tickets over to October yeah. in 2021. Yeah, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Did they say 2021 or 2022? 21 is what yeah. they said. Who knows? Uh, that, that's when I'm. That's when I know everything's going to be really all right. Is my first concert I go back to. You know. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's just I. And I think opening up, and I, I think people, you know, a lot more appreciation. Just be. I, I, I look for us to really change and and be kind again. You know, once we can get out and do things. Oh, fuck off. No, <laughs> no, no. Pollyanna here. Yeah. But there's still mudslinging yeah. going on, and I'm, and I'm well, that's, well, that's, but by the way, I mean, that is actually, I was watching documentaries on 
like the Reagans and, and all, I mean, that just, that is always going to be there. I think it just uh-huh. reached such a fevered pitch. And then you got into uh race, you got into, I mean, and oh, uh, just really, really insane things, but hopefully we come out the better for it. Did you worry about being, uh, did you worry about being grandparents in the sense of how this was affecting Connor and Addison and how they would have any long-term effects? Very much. Absolutely. Yeah, very much. Absolutely. But they seem to handle it well. I mean, I think Karen and Chris did a good job uh, when they, when we were at the complete break, uh, shutdown and everything. I think they did a good job. And, and, you know, they got a good foundation. And, I mean, I think they'll be good. And, and I know Mom and I have always tried to be really upbeat with them and only, only punish them occasionally, you know. Well, and, you guys never punish them. Are you kidding no. me? <laughs> here's here's a five instead of a ten yeah we don't punish them give them what they want i just want them to like me yeah that's what i I want that's what i want too i like if they're not willing to come on the podcast i'll just quit the podcast it's obviously not cool um no i think they uh i think karen chris did a good job and everything and and uh they seem okay to me you know they they seem good yeah i was uh I wrote a list of things that I was, uh, I mean, I, I, you know, watched so much TV, Tiger King. I drank way too much white wine. I ate too much brie cheese. Uh, it was, and it was all just in, in one room, you know, and, and yeah, that yeah, one room stuff be tough, is yeah. freaky. Or, or getting outside the house and then realizing you forgot your mask. So you just go back in and don't come back out. Um, yeah. Yeah. We got those VRBOs to kind of get you out a little bit. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, so many, so many things have happened, but well, it looks like knock on, I mean, I hate that I'll probably get my shot and then just get run over by a car on the way back from, but hopefully everything goes well. If I can just at least get the shot, uh, everything will be good. But, uh, anything yeah. else to sum up the year? We just hope everybody, uh, it, it goes forward in a positive attitude. Yeah, I just think that some of you, I, I, I hope people took the time and had the time to reflect on everything. I hope people with families grew closer together, friends grew closer together and all that. and everything, Even though we had such turmoil and everything. And, and I just think, you know, I just hope people take the time to appreciate what they have. Well, this is a darker question, but I'm, I mean, I'm just curious in the sense of this year and what'd you say? He said, since it was a dark question, I was to take it. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying as you guys have both faced really intense health scares in the past. And I know mom still deals with, with things. Is there, did this amplify your thoughts about death or anything like that? Or, or make you, uh, you know, you know, just think about that way more than an average person does when you're going through something like this? No, I, you know, I, I think, you know, my opinion of it. it's in God's hands. I can't change it. I can just ask for his, his help in getting me through it. And that's what has supported me is my faith. Yeah. And, and, and like on me, you know, I've been through a couple cancers. Yeah. You know, been, been a year in Vietnam. I survived 50 years of marriage. So <laughs> the worst. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, so what happens will happen, and you, you can't worry about those kind of things. I, like I said, I was very concerned about Linda, you know, the mother-in-law. When yeah. She was in, I really was very concerned about her. But for mom and I, I think, think we're just, you know, we're, we're happy, we're good, and, you know, we take life, we take it what they give us, and, and we, not to be too hokey, but we try to get back and be nice and, and all that good stuff. Yeah. No, it was we crazy. Situation what? control us. No. It was crazy when... uh 
when I uh, saw you guys with my best friend from high school, Dusty, and his husband, yeah, what a great time that was! That was, yeah, and it was, it was like old times. Well, it was. I mean, you—that's right there, a, a passage of time. I can't imagine what it was like for you guys is to know us from from. Uh, I mean, know me from birth, but Dusty from high school, and to see yeah, really. who he is yeah. and where he is now. And we—I mean, that was just such a fun night. Yeah, it just blows like your yesterday. mind. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, those are the those are the times that we're all hoping to get back to. So, well, that's it. I mean, how much we laughed and everything that that was really. A yeah, I mean, that was we were all just cracking up and like Dusty was. I mean, Dusty walked away from that, and I know he was just so thrilled and he, you know, and just so happy. You guys had such fond memories of him, yeah. you know, oh, and yeah. was, very much. Um, because I think everybody was trepidatious when they first came in. Like, you know, is this going to be uncomfortable? We haven't seen these people. Did they get really? old and angry. Well, you know, I like think they were thinking that about you. And, yeah, they were uh, thinking about you, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was just a, a wonderful evening. But you have great friends. There are oh, so many of really them that friends. we enjoy being And good around. listeners. Yeah, I mean, I, right, that's why I mean, oh, the, the listeners are my you. friends. I mean, like, that's what I, that's the thing I can't wait for is we will be doing a live show in LA and you guys will be coming out for it when we do it, when it's safe to do it. And I can't wait to meet everybody and have you meet people too, you know? Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love that. Yeah. But you know, the other thing too during this was when you'd come home and visit. Those are really nice. Those, those are good for mom and I. It know? was nice for you guys, but it was scary as hell. I mean, I lost my job during that. I hurt my knee. I mean, it was it was great to be around yeah. you guys, but it was a... Well, we had a great time. <laughs> it's such a... No, it was such a... It's great. I mean, I'm, I'm coming out on the other end of it, but there were moments where you're just like, holy crap, I lost my job of 12 years. And yeah. I mean, it was just really crazy. Yeah, and to be worked through i know oh yeah everything's something to be worked through yeah but um well anyways i i take i've taken up too much of your time already but thank you guys so much i want i i I thought you know no better people to talk to than you guys for the the year anniversary um oh and dad adam duritz from counting crows is going to be singing uh a long december on jimmy kimmel live tonight to celebrate uh I, i guess one year of the pandemic because in the song a long december uh, yeah, yeah. there's the lyric, maybe this year will be better than the last. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that won't be up. Yeah, no, no, actually it'll be on my, um, just log on to my AT&T tomorrow okay. and it'll be on there. And then the, the summer house, is that just on AT&T? No, I mean, you should, if you have the Bravo app or any kind of cable, it should be on Bravo, but I'll, I'll save it if you want to go to the AT&T and watch it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, because I do kind of want to follow that. Yeah, please. That I mean, that really would, I, I would, that would be, bring us nothing but joy over here. So, um, thank you guys so much. And, uh, we all love you very much. All right. Love, love you all. Don't hate. Be good. Too.
Batches.